When my mom said this, I started to cry a lot. I, I said to her, I'm afraid to don't do you and all my family proud of me. And she said, and how do you know that we are not proud of you? You make a lot of people happy with your dance. This makes us very proud of you. Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Live podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I am honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Baladins Live podcast. You're about to hear an amazing conversation with incredible Mahaila Elhelova, a renowned instructor, performer, and choreographer of Oriental dance. Mahaila is one of the well-known instructors of Brazil who is known for her unique style and precise technique. In addition to her work in Brazil, she has taught workshops and performed in many countries throughout the world. She improves her dance with great masters of oriental dance and travels constantly to Egypt to improve her dance. In 2017, she opened the Mahaila and Helva studio, Arab Oriental Dance in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Today, she is a top favorite master teacher of many students who are intrigued and inspired by her personality and dance individuality. But not many of you may know that she almost became a lawyer and chose a different career path early in her journey. This is something that we will discuss in our today's conversation. You also will hear about ballet dancing through different ages of your life because Mahala is already 23 years in ballet dance. The importance of conditioning your body and preparing it for professional dance activities. And, of course, we talk a lot about teaching. Mahaila's teaching approach, how she was raised as a student, what she's trying to deliver to her students, helping them to grow and become professional dancers, and also the realities of today's online teaching, online classes, and both the transitioning and the current state of how things go. So, this is what is up for today. Don't forget to screenshot and share this conversation with your dance friends. And on this note, let's dive in. Hello, dear Mahaila. Welcome to the Belly Dance Live podcast. I am so excited to see you, to hear you today, and can't wait to ask you so many questions about your dance life. <laughs> Thank you so much, Yana. I'm so happy to be here. It's a honor to be here to speak about my my dance, my career, to all your followers, and I'm so excited to start. <laughs> mm. Well, I would like to start from the very beginning. Uh, do you yeah. remember your very first ballet dance class and what you thought about ballet dance back then? Yes, I remember like yesterday. I started in year 2000. I started because of my mom. My mom, she always loved the Arab culture. Uh, since she was a child, she listened to Arab music and, you know, she felt like very, very happy. And one time she started to do belly dance near our home here in, in Brazil, Sao Paulo. And I was uh, 14 years old that time. And she said to me, no, you need to come with me. We will be amazing to dance with you. We will love so much. And I said, no, me, never. Belly dance? No way. <laughs> Forget. This time I was uh, playing volleyball at school. And I just want to think about volleyball all the time. But one day she catch me to go with her. And I remember... Uh, the teacher was giving a hip drop, first class for hip drop. And I was just sitting, looking like this. And when we arrived at home, we were having dinner. And I started to do exactly the same movement. And she said, no, you need to come with me. You need to come with me. Maybe you can do one month, two months. Okay, I'm here for 
almost 23 years. <laughs> And I never stop it. I never stop it. Mm. How did your volley- volleyball uh, journey went from well, that oh. time on? <laughs> My volleyball journey was terrible because I, I, I stopped it to grow up, you know. <laughs> it was very difficult, very high to me. <laughs> so I started belly dancing for, with 14 years old and I never stopped. And I hope to never stop. <laughs> So you were in Belladance already for 23 years and it's a long journey and it's a very different ages that you went. You went through teenager, then young adult, then mature already, like a growing up woman. How do you feel? Um, is it different for you for throughout your this 23 years? Do you feel any differences in both emotional aspect in your relationship with Belladance and physical aspect of your relationship with Belladance. Totally. I felt difference oh, with all these years. I, I remember that the first thing that I felt when I started was that thing for a teenager that I want to do this. This is different. What is this? I need to do this, you know, like a, a challenge. And I started, I started. And I felt different with any part of my, my, my ages. When I was with the 20s, it was different. I remember when I started, I, I, I was very excited to do everything. I want to learn everything for tomorrow, you know. And my teacher, she said to me, you need to wait. You need to grow up. You need to, to have another phases. Uh, on your life to understand your dance so much better. You need to grow up to understand how your dance can improve with the, with you. And I said, no, this is not true. But now I, I feel exactly this because every time in my life, every moment of my life, I felt different with my dance. So now I have plans to, to have a baby very, very soon, I hope. And I'm sure my dance will be different when I become a mother. I, I really believe that any time of the dance make your woman different to belly dance. And, and I love this. I love this surprise. Every time of my life, it's a new dance. <laughs> I really feel it's different. And how is it from physical point of view? Do you feel any difference? For instance, if you say like in your 20s when you were belly dancing and in your like 30s, because like 10 years, even if it's 10 year range, it's actually not that different 20s and 30s, but it is still 10 years. It is still different. Do you feel any differences from physical point of view in dance or not? No, for physical... I, I don't think because uh, just to teach, you know, just to teach. Because when I was teaching with 18, <laughs> I, I could teach a long time for many, many hours. And I was like this. Oh, let's go to the dance one. Now, if I teach, you know, like uh, three, four hours, uh, I feel <laughs> very tired. But for my style, uh, the, the style that I like to 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 use in, in dance, I don't feel different because I, I really like to, to use a traditional movement. This is my style, the, the style that I love to, to use. But uh, besides the dance, I, I, I do some exercises. I think that the exercises are very important to hold my body for the belly dance to be ready with the, for the belly dance, you know, the, the, to, to take uh, my body, you know, with good conditions to have all this, this time that I'm dancing a lot of time. And sometimes I need to teach like eight hours directly, depending on the situation. So my body needs to be ready for this. So in my week, I always have some moments to do exercises to prepare myself before i was doing exercises because of the beauty oh i need to be like this and like this but now it's mental the exercise for me is something for my 
my my mind to be good, you know, and for be to be ready with my body, you know, with conditions to to be. Honest. What kind of exercises are you doing? Is it like gym, yoga, or something else? Yeah, I, I do like something like gym. It's not uh, very heavy, but it's something that uh, it's better. It's closer to exercises very fast, you know, to lose a lot of energy. Uh, here we call uh, funcional in Brazil. Something like this, not with heavy, you know. Uh, I don't know the name in English. Wait. But like, yeah, wait. Yeah, thank you. Something like this. And I love also to run, you know, to, to practice mm -hmm. running. Uh, for me, it's something like a meditation because when I'm running, my mind think a lot about a lot of things. Sometimes I don't know what to do in something on my life. And when, while I'm running, I, I, I know what I need to do, you know, something like make me my, make my mind very empty and I relax. It's difficult, but the sensation after the, the this moment it's amazing so these mm. are two things that i that i do but i want to practice yoga as well i think it's an amazing exercise do you do anything right now for uh to help your muscles restore because you're talking about exercises like it's more pressure on muscles yes it's conditioning but it's work of muscles and your job is also like physical work so do you do anything to kind of help them restore or you don't feel the need right now at this point of your life to pay extra attention to that yeah i'm very worried about my the, the things that i eat you know during my my week i really try to to have a, a good meal uh, with good good quality you know uh, i can eat everything but on, during my week i try to to eat good good things you know with uh, to 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 be with good conditions as well you know and i have some some friends that they are nutritionists And they help me as well with this. You can take this and this, but everything natural, you know, but, but only to be better with my condition. I think it's important. Yeah, it's definitely very important to think about these things and starting earlier if you want to have a, a long lasting journey in dance and especially if you want to have a long lasting career in dance, whatever it is, you performances to, or teaching. Yeah, You need to prepare yourself. Speaking of your career, um, how did you actually transition into professional ballet dance? Because we talked how you got involved in ballet dance, but yeah. uh, I don't know if you had the thoughts that you actually want to do it as a career right away, or is it happened like eventually, or you didn't even notice how it happened? <laughs> yeah, and it was totally eventually because you know I, I'm a lawyer. I, I did the, the university. And I was sure that because I, I started to dance with 14. So I was in, at school do, uh, during my belly dance classes. And after I went to university and I was uh, on the lawyer uh, school. So I always said, okay, when I finish my university, I will only dance, you know, for as a hobby. And I will start to, to work with as a lawyer, but when I got my my first job as a lawyer, they said to me, oh, okay, you start here, you need to leave your another work, another job, because I started to teach belly dance for, for kids when I was 16. My, my teacher, she said to me, I think you have a good future on dance. I will give you a kid you know a kid group I was a kid teaching another one <laughs> but for me it, it was like funny it was serious because I studied a lot to do this even to to teach the the kids it's very important to study to to be a teacher but I, I thought it was you know fast I would stop anytime to start to work as a lawyer So when they said to me, 
it was I was like uh, 21 years old. They said, okay, now you can leave your your job to start here. I said, oh, no, it's easy to speak, but difficult to to leave something that we love so much. It was a very hard time, very difficult. The first day on this job, I was trying to to be ready to go and I started to cry a lot. And my mom, my always my mom, <laughs> she said to me, why you would do this if you don't want to do this? Why you start to work as a lawyer if you don't want to? But I didn't said this to me, you know, I was feeling this, but it's it was difficult to, you know, to say, I don't want, I said, no, I will prove everybody that I did my university. So I need to work like this. And I, when my mom said this, I started to cry a lot. And she said, I, I said to her, I'm afraid to, to don't do you and all my family proud of me. And she said, and how do you know if we are, that we are not proud of you? You make a lot of people happy with your dance. You don't need to be worried about this. We, you, you, you job, your job make a lot of people happy. This make us very proud of you. So don't worry about this and follow your heart. <laughs> I felt so emotional when I say this. And it start look <laughs> and it's starting uh, on, on this day, I forgot the, the, the my university, my, my certificate as a lawyer. And starting on this day, I really took the dance as my uh, as a profession way completely. And I always say that I don't work to I'm not the best teacher. I'm not I'm not the best dancer. But starting off this day, I work it to be the better version of me. I try to work to be the best teacher I can be or the best dancer that I can be. I started to work hard, you know, to, to improve as a professional uh, dancer, a professional uh, belly dancer. I said, now I, I will take this as my, my, my job, you know, because before this, it was something like, oh, okay, I stop, you know, but after this, and when I, I changed it, every, everything started, you know, to run and I started to have students uh, here, more students. The people started to know uh, my way to work as a teacher. Uh, some years uh, after I started to travel, to to go to another places in Brazil and after abroad to, to teach. This is amazing. I really love this. I, I love yesterday I, I was in Rio de Janeiro and I love to have this, you know, this contact with a lot of people, different countries, different culture. For me, it's amazing. This is my story. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for sharing. First of all, it's so warming to hear such a great support from family and understanding because belly dance has a lot of stereotypical connotations and people sometimes are afraid to let their loved ones to go pursue their career in belly dance because not because they don't even want belly dance but because they're afraid that oh it's not stable job or it's not yeah. secure like etc et and here like you to hear the story that the, they exist of such support, it's absolutely amazing. But also what brought my attention, which I feel it's even more important to talk and think about, is how many times we block ourselves and don't even hear, don't want to acknowledge what we really want. To yeah. the point that our body starts shouting and we still don't hear it. We still reject, no, I will do it just because at some point in my life I decided that that's what I want and it has to be like this forever. And uh, uh, this also struck me a lot that this story, this exactly happened to you. So on this note, I had to ask, so what was the reaction on the law firm that you came the first day and said, I'm quitting for my belly dance job? <laughs> <laughs> The people, my, you know, my friends, 
they said to me, are you crazy? I, I, I remember that I didn't have support for a lot of people that was around me. My, my friends, some friends, they said, are you crazy? Are you, you're quitting, uh, quitting a lawyer career to be a belly dancer? I said, yes. But some years later, they started to change their careers as well, trying to find something, you know, different with uh, not very heavy to work. Because I work a lot, but I work with love. I work with art. I receive love from, from the people, from my students, because they said, teacher, thank you very much. You make difference on my life. This is really, this is amazing, you know? So a lot of friends, they started to, to change their careers, to, to find something more, not relaxed, but not so heavy, you know? We, I, I think we can, we can change our mind. We, we, we are living. We change our opinion. We change the, 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 the way that we like to, to work. This is not a problem. Uh, I think that we need here in Brazil, we need to choose our careers very young, you know, like uh, 20 years. No, before this, before the university, like uh, 17, 18. Imagine we have a long life. <laughs> so I, I I'm so proud of my my choice, and I I'm really uh, happy with this choice. Some we, years after, we definitely should not stay committed to mistakes, and uh, especially when it literally comes to lifelong decisions. First of all, we never really. Uh, know if things may change indeed and there are people who love to be lawyers too like love to be any profession but um i think very often it's much less number of people who actually choose to do this or that profession among popular professions i'm talking about yeah, so yeah. yeah either your choice changed and you want to find something else or you realize that that's not what you really wanted even at first place like like there should be commitment to stay fulfilled, not commitment to yeah. keep doing mistakes uh, or keep doing the same decisions that don't make you happy. Exactly. And and this regular professional, these people, they uh, look for the art before their jobs. They go to the cinema, they go to watch uh, theater, they go to the dance. Everybody needs art. So we are these people that uh, can take the art for them. You know, we are very important for, for all this, this regular profession. <laughs> it's also very fascinating and warming to hear, you know, like the sincere and straightforward pride that you have in being a ballet dance teacher this is so incredible because so many dancers very often mm. get discouraged by a disrespectful approach and it can be both in arabic countries like we know many stories or it can be by even in any country by students or for general audience who see performers or come to class etc have you ever in your career and life faced with anything like that and how if yes how you overcome and dealt with it yeah sometimes uh, i i i am on the situ this situation and this makes me so angry when I see that the people, <laughs> they, not, they don't respect my art. But before, I, I start to be very, very, very angry. Now, I think they don't know what I do. They really don't know. Because they have a completely different uh, way to understand what is my art? I know my the truth of my art. I know what I do on my job. Uh, I try to, to show them what is this word, what is the Benedict word, uh, how so many, many uh, people, uh, they, they can have uh, a lot of good things from the, the dance. They, they start to be a, a 
with uh, so much happy when they dance. They start to have a lot of uh, good things when they start to do movement and, you know, for the healthy, uh, a lot of good things. So I, I try to, to show them what is the truth of my dance, but it's difficult. It's really, really difficult. And I feel the approach of the people before, you know, sometimes I, I, I hear something like this. Oh, you work with dance. Yes. What kind, what kind of dance? I said, Oriental dance, only this, you know, I, I don't go to speak so much more because I know that the, the people will say, ah, oh, Oriental dance, belly dance, you know, uh, I, I don't have patience with them. <laughs> but I, I, I keep working to show that belly dance, it's amazing art, that all the world is practicing belly dance, you know, I try to do my my way to to make these people understand that it, it's a different way that I work, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's terrible, it's terrible this. <laughs> well, let's hope with all our work in the future, it will be, situation will be changing. And uh, I think for both teacher and performer, like for me, the most satisfactory like moments in my uh, previously very active performance career for general audience was if someone after show came and said like oh, I didn't know that belly dance can be like this and you know yeah. this was the most like uh valuable award like for doing the job uh, and yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure it was all professionals like really trying to give their best at whatever they're doing teaching performing uh, you know creating costumes productions concerts like we can gradually uh, change their approach and uh, of course opinions of even general audience who has nothing to do with ballet dance. Because once a person has something to do with ballet dance, get into the ballet dance world, I think all those stereotypes they kind of go away in most cases. Yeah, they understand how deep it is. Yeah, sure, sure. For your dance career, um, what do you think were the key elements that brought you to building a successful career that you have today? Well, uh, this is something that I always speak to my students that are professional here in, in Brazil. I always say to them, you need to know your truth. You need to know what you can bring for this uh, belly dance world that could make the difference, you know? Uh, when I started to, to travel, when I started to, to go to some festivals that really I look at and I said, oh my God, I, don't, I cannot believe that I go there. You know, it was crazy for me. When I started to, to travel, they started to invite me for some places that I could not imagine that I, I could do one day. Uh, I thought, what can I do to make difference? You know, I don't want to be one more on this better dance business world, you know? And I think that what made the difference for me is that I have a long, long, long career here in Brazil as a teacher. As I told you, I started to teach with 16 years old and I never stopped it. And the way that I, I, I think that the people try to, to find me here in Brazil, it's because they, I, they feel that I work uh, for a, a belly dance uh, way to teach, that I, I really want to make the movement make sense on the body. I always say to my students, please don't copy me. I don't want you to do the same as I'm doing. I try to explain the, the movement to make the, the student really uh, understand the movement on the body and to know about the musicality and to know about the expression, the interpretation. For me, it's a, a global way to, to learn the belly dance. And also because of the culture, 
You know, I, I know, I think that the, the culture, it's very important. Not only, okay, you can make step one, two, three. So I like to, to give this uh, autonomy, you know, autonomy to my mm -hmm. students. I make a, a, a really conscious way, awareness, awareness, I think it's the, the better yeah. word to use. To make the this awareness on the the way to to teach my students. So I, when I started to travel, I said, "Oh my God, I need to be exactly like this." And sometimes I had I once I was in United States, I was teaching there, and my sponsor. I finished my work and she said to me, oh, "Okay, I want you to come again next year." I said, "Wow, really? Why?" <laughs> and she said to me. The, the, the people are in love with you. The girls, they love it so much because you explain what you do. She said exactly this to me, because you explain what you're doing. You don't make the people, you know, go with you and okay, and they don't know what the party is doing. So I, ha I have my, my way to teach that I'm very worried about this, you know. Besides of this, my, my teacher career, I try to... to be a, a dancer that brings always something different different to my audience. So I have some styles that I love so much, but I try to, to be always with something, you know, surprise to my audience. So the people think, oh, okay, Mahaila will dance uh, oriental routine. Oh, okay. But... When I go there, I start to dance also a Saidi, I dance a drum solo. I think it, this, this way to, to have something, you know, different for your, your audience, it's something that makes all the time they want to know what she's doing now, what she's doing now, you know? So I, I try every time to be different to my audience and I keep my, my, my work, I keep to study, I don't, I don't stop, you know? So I always have something different to teach for them. I think this is, these are the, these are the key. These the things are the key for, for this belly dance business, you know? But you know, this message of giving the message through your class and dance and making a difference, it's a very deep uh, concept if to think about this. Who influence to you on your learning journey when you were growing did you have any influences it can be person maybe event maybe something else that uh made you so mature to even like you know consider yeah. more depth like layer of teaching mm -hmm. i think uh i have a lot of teachers here in brazil but the way to give me information to give me information and I always study a lot, a lot of workshops, a lot of classes. I don't think because I'm professional, I know everything. So every time I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm doing classes with a lot of people. When I travel, I go to the workshops for the other teachers, you know, because I, I need this also as a motivation. To make class for me is something that makes me, you know, Okay, I'll take that music. Now I'll use this technique. I, I, I feel motivate, motivated when I do this. But I think the way to teach uh, comes from the way that I would like to learn. I always think about this. If I, if I am the student, how can I learn? How can I... Uh, take this message for my student the way that I want to learn. I always think about this, you know, with the informations, with the, the way to do something on my body. I think this is the way that I found to be the teacher that I am today, you know, always thinking as a student, how do I want to learn this? So this make me the way to to be the teacher that I that I am now, you know? 
Wow, that's so cool. And it's also another importance of never stop learning because you are, as long as you are also at some point, or at least in sub-subjects, uh, in the mindset of students, it can help in the, mind of, in the mindset of students, it can mm -hmm. help you to be a better teacher because you exactly. still understand you're not disconnected from this per, uh, process exactly. of learning and approaching something new. So that's really cool. When you're observing right now your students... And you have many around the world and in Brazil. Can you point, it can be one or maybe several, two, three, whatever you feel like, but do you see any recurrent things that prevent students from growing and becoming better dancers? Wow. Uh, I have here uh, in Brazil... A lot of kind of students, you know, sometimes the people say, ah, oh, she only work with professional dancers. No, I have a lot of, you know, regular people that just want to have a good life, uh, a moment on the week to move your bodies, you know. So I work with any kind of uh, student, uh, any The, I think the the word is Amateur? different purposes, ah. different purposes, you know? Different purposes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, purpose. But I always tell, tell to, to them, you can have the purpose that you want. I think if you are here, you want to learn the, the basis very well. This is something for me very important to make the basis a good basic technique because I think that when they have a good technique from the basis, they can do everything after. And sometimes the people say, oh, no, the basic level, it's no, no, no. I want to go to the intermediate. I want to be advanced. And they don't uh, think that the bases are very important. But if you don't have a good base, you cannot do anything after this. Uh, so I think that these, these students, they, they feel this because I, I speak a lot. You need to pay attention of this because this is very important to do something after. Uh, and I think that this is the, the, the way that they start to get to be very, uh, interesting about the, the culture The, because they start the dance start to make sense for them when they understand, you know. I think this is the main point to make the dance make sense for them. They when they feel that they are understanding that they when they feel that they can do alone without me, you know. I don't need my teacher over there to to do. No, I can understand what I'm doing. I have this autonomy to do alone. You know, so I think this is this is the the, the main point for me. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Uh, how do you prepare for your classes? Because you have a very specific teaching style, but you also mentioned that how much you get motivated and uh, excited about like preparing for classes. So, what is your strategy of how to get ready for a class? Um, I have. Uh, I schedule for each level, you know, uh, my basic level will learn this and my intermediate level will learn this and my advanced level will learn this and my professional. I have one schedule that I organize like my, my, we don't have in belly dance one exactly way to teach. This is something <laughs> we, we don't have. But with all these years, I started to feel what is better what makes sense for them. I always try to don't teach something before uh, another thing that they have to, to know, you know? Because sometimes I feel, for example, oh, okay, they will learn how to use traveling step using hip, for example, but they don't know how to do the hip alone without the traveling step. For me, it doesn't make sense. First, they need to do the, this movement on the place, 
stop it here. After this, we start to work, to, to walk with this movement. You know, I always try to make sense the how they can grow up with this kind of technique, for example. So this schedule for me, it, it's something that I always have on my mind, but I try to feel my students as well, because sometimes I have one plan, but when I got here on the class, I feel that they need something different. I, I think that the teacher must feel the, the students to, to really understand what they need on that time. Not exactly, okay, I need to do my schedule and okay, bye-bye, I need to do this. No, I have a plan, but I need to feel my students. Sometimes I need to improve a basic technique with my advanced students. No problem, let's do the best now for them. Even that I need to change my, my schedule, you know? So I have one idea before and I feel what it's working for them, you know? This is the way that I, I prepare my, my classes. How do you feel about uh, online classes? Well, <laughs> this is the, the reality for me now because... Before the pandemic time, I have my student, I had my student, my, my, sorry, my studio, I had my studio, uh, physical studio. I received the girls over there, it was amazing, but with the pandemic, uh, I changed this because they started to learn here. And once, one time, I felt that I have more students online more than the, the, this physical studio. And I was paying every, every uh, month for the, the rent of the place. And I said, no, this is not the way that I want to, to work right now. And the online gave me the opportunity to be for, with the people around the world. So I started to work with them. Uh, on the beginning, it was difficult because I think it for everybody, we are we were learning how to do this. Oh, my God, how I, I do to make the people understand and everything. But with the time, I started to learn how to work with this. I think it's very important the, the, the good quality for the, the things that I use. For example, I have microphone, I have a good camera. And I, I have one big uh, television that I can see my student to, to, to see the movements, to make uh, something, any correction if I need to do this. I think it's important. It's not, okay, I'm here and you can see me. No, I need to see them. I always tell to them, I need the camera open while you're doing my class. Not, oh, okay, my camera closed. No, I need to see you. And, and I make them uh, feel that I'm there, that I'm seeing there. I think this is really important, the attention that we give for the people who are learning online. But sure, I love people close. I love, I love to be here dancing with a lot of people. You know, I love this. Now I can do this once a week that I teach in another school here in Sao Paulo, where I live, I have one day on my week when I, when I, where I go to teach uh, with the girls on the school, one day. Another days, I work in my online studio. Here, I, I work from home, but I have the mirror, I have the microphone, the camera, the TV. So I teach girls from all over the, my country and some of them on the world. Because these classes I do in Portuguese, so it's not uh, easy for everybody. I cannot. I'm planning to open one one group with uh, English classes and another group with Spanish, because uh, they they ask me a lot. <laughs> but I I need to arrange everything because I need to take the time zones and everything. <laughs> this is one plan that I that I have. Uh, and when I travel, when I travel, when I go to teach in, in other cities and other countries, 
I have the people together. Uh, this makes me very happy. I think if I work only with the online, I would be very sad, you know, because I love the people close, you know. But now I have a balance for this. <laughs> oh, wow. But I didn't know that your class is basically just one day per week because I thought that you renewed, like, okay, maybe not like before pandemic intensity, but letting go the studio and just having once per week, it's quite a hard change like it's it's a very very dramatic let's say shift for you and uh, how the two years basically already so far of this um, especially in the beginning of lockdowns and pandemics and this crazy transition I actually want to ask did you had maybe back then or maybe actually at any other point in your dance career but especially then, two years ago, then everything like kind of collapsed in terms of like uh, activities, dance activities, schools, etc. But did you have any doubts and thoughts that, or oh, maybe you should have not quit your lawyer job or career? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm not the only one who thought about this. On the, when everything started, I really thought that it was, oh, okay, two weeks I need to be at home. Okay, only two weeks, and after we start again, two weeks, three, four, one month, two months, six months. I said, oh my God, what is happening in the world? And I, I, when everything started, I couldn't imagine that it was something like like this, that we are living. Uh, I, to be very uh, truth. I would like to to quit the dance when everything started because I was not happy with all of the situations. For me, the online it was not a possibility that time. It was a, I, I didn't know about this. I, I didn't know what it's Zoom before, you know. <laughs> so I said, "Oh my God, what will I do right now?" It was, I was not motivated to do anything, you know, but this is my job, <laughs> you know, this is my work. I need to work to, to pay my bills, to, to, you know, this is my only way. So I need to keep with so much energy to say, okay, let's move. Let's do something with this. And after I felt that the dance was a, a good moment for the people, you know? Even at home, it was a breath for the people. Okay, I have my class, my belly dance class. Even I'm home, I have one hour, one hour and a half to relax. So when I, I felt this, that we are... The, the people who can give this happy moment for the, the people that were at home, this made me different inside. And I started to, to work, but it was not easy. No, a lot of times I would just want to keep here on my sofa and I say, oh my God, what do I do right now? But we need to work. This is our mission <laughs> the art yeah and there are different stages in uh, life and dance life specifically but those were like very hard times for many people around the world but um, i think especially in like entertainment uh industry and fitness industry or like i would even say fitness as a part of entertainment like let's say industry of the, all those professions where we were like a little bit lost not only in terms of physically how for teachers to transition okay we can do physical but also the kind of the shock emotional shock that many people kind of like oh is it time for me to like do dance classes go to dance classes because i'm trying to figure out life at home with husband <laughs> and three kids and everyone all together all the time and all this craziness so it was a special pressure on um, is this priority for many of students to even attend classes? So 
uh, and on those hard moments, that's when the most doubts come to our mind. And this is, this is just one example. It can happen with many different situations and many different reasons in life. Uh, but I was just curious uh, to hear like your experience, how you felt, because you did a very difficult decision, which you are happy about. But on those moments, it's sometimes very difficult not to get into the trap of doubting. Oh, maybe I should have had that. Yes, yes. And... I think it's possible to be happy all the time, you know, we have different times, we have uh, moments that we don't have inspiration, I think it's normal for any artist, it's not, you know, a good word all the time, and this this moment was really, really, really difficult, uh, but we won. <laughs> we survived it, you know, we survived it. And we, of course, I have the opportunity to, to gain a lot of students that didn't have the opportunity before because of the online. It's the, the bad way, the, the, the bad thing and the good thing, you know, I think every time we have the two sides, and I'm, I'm still learning. This is the truth. I'm still learning how to to work with this situation because here in brazil it's not not quit you know i think all the world we are still learning about the with this of course it's better of course it's better thanks god it's better but i'm still learning how to work with this yeah and how about now what are your current dreams as a dancer how you see yourself in the future any like goals or things that you would like and wouldn't mind sharing with us <laughs> yeah you know uh i think now i'm i'm so happy with my the way that i'm working because i always was used to travel a lot to be you know sometimes i have one weekend you know, another part of the world. It was a crazy time <laughs> before the, the pandemic. Uh, I never, I'm sure I would not, I don't want to stop to do this because I really, really love to be in another country. So I want to keep this. I want to keep this. I want to keep traveling around. I want to, to my goal is to, to go to new countries that I, I never been before, um, but I'm happy the way that I'm working with my classes here in Brazil. You know, some sometimes live with my students over there, and sometimes with the online with the, the online here, né? Uh, in in uh, Zoom, that I have students all over the world. I think now it's a it's a happy moment for me. The the way that my 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 work is. It's running, but of course I want to to keep growing up with this uh, around the world, traveling around. This is something that make me very very happy. If I, if even if I have my my baby that I want to to have, I'm planning with my my life. I'm planning because if we don't plan, we don't have because we are always booking something for one year, <laughs> two years. So now I have this plan, but I have one good family that support me a lot. And I don't want to, to stop to do this. I want to do both because this makes me so happy with my career. I think that even if I have my, my life, I need to be happy. You know, I, I don't I need to be happy with my career. I don't need to stop to do my things. And I think that my baby will come to, you know, to be together with this, not to change my life, you know. So this is my my plans for, for the future. I want to be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish you sincerely uh, good luck and all the best. And you definitely deserve all the happiness. And uh, through your dance, you make so many people also be happy. So let's only expand this and multiply both for yeah. you and for people around. And I'm pretty sure everything will be 
great and uh, hopefully even better than you dreaming about <laughs> thank you so much Anna. thank you so much for you too uh it's uh i'm very happy to to meet you and thank you for your kindness thank you for this conversation it was amazing i could be here for a long time speaking with you thank you so much and very a lot of successful for all of us Well, thank you so much. And uh, uh, before I will let you go, I still yeah. have one more question for you to prepare. Yeah, But before that, I also want to ask, um, can you tell our listeners where they can follow you? Do you have maybe any favorite, I don't know, social media where you post updates, maybe any upcoming events or workshops or anything that you want to share with us? Yes, of course. Uh, the best way is to follow on Instagram. My website is working. Uh, uh, we are not ready uh, yet, but it's running. And you can find me on social media. better in Instagram, Mahailel Helwa, everything together. And I always uh, share my updates, my upcoming events and workshops and everything all the time. I, I'm connected in Instagram. So it's the best way to, to find me. Yeah. And Facebook as well. I will definitely include the links to your social media in the show notes. So all listeners, you know, you can just easily find there and click and connect to our amazing guest today. Yeah. And I would like to summarize our interview. I don't know if you know about this tradition or not, if you ever listened to any or maybe someone told you, but we have one traditional question which I ask every single guest, regardless of what we talked about. With you, we kind of like briefly touched it, so like, but it would be cool to summarize, you know, directly talking about the subject. But the question sounds like this. What makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years? Wow. <laughs> I think I can stand, stay here for one hour to, to speak about that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think that belly dance make me makes me forget, you know, makes me forget everything that's around me. The music, the, the moment that I'm there, feeling my body, feeling the music, feeling what I, I want to do with my body while I'm dancing. My mind keeps completely empty And this feeling, I think it's something that make me be here until this time, you know, the, the sensation to, to be connected with something that I love, like me, the music, the art music make me, you know, it's something that sometimes I'm listening to music. I feel like this, oh my God, what is this? It's something that touched my heart. A lot and of course the way that the dance it's inside my life you know I, I don't know how I can be without belly dance right now because belly dance it's inside my life you know I go to my grandmother house and she said oh I love it your dance yesterday that I saw the video you know my grandmother my mother my husband He worked with me when I need to go somewhere. All my family are connected uh, because of these years, all these years on the belly dance. So I think it, the belly dance is part of me. It's impossible to, to be <laughs> disconnected right now, you know? I think it's a lot of reasons, but mostly this too. I, I, the, the feeling that the belly dance uh, brings me And uh, my life inside of this. <laughs> I really don't know how to, to live without this right now. If I don't dance, I, what do I do? I really don't know. <laughs> That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. 
And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free.